You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Hey guys, it's Sue Cosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxitril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend Noxitril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. Noxitril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. Noxitril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of Noxitril, call 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now. 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's our 25th year on the air. This the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, November 20th, 2020. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. And working with the program every single week, all during the week, Horatio out of New York City, Erasmo and South Beach, Kim and Coconut Creek, Danny and Pembroke Pines, and Beth and Naples. Whew. We are all here for one purpose, to inform and entertain. One might think that's two purposes, right. or porpoise eye. However, we try to inform and entertain you regarding consumer tech. Did you just call me a porpoise? Yeah. It's it's what we do. You might consider us your gas ex for tech because we want to solve your digital dilemmas. Any problems, any questions you have about consumer tech, let us take care of you. And we're happily accepting your calls. And when they are on the air, you win prizes. It really is that simple. And while we always say no promises, no guarantees, boy, somebody actually had the nerve to write to us last week. And the prize closet team had to forward it to me, and oh my gosh, I, I could, I won't tell you what I wanted to say, but I did respond to them to respond appropriately. That I'm sorry you're disappointed in what you've received. They've received a very nice power bank and some other goodies and what have you, but that's not what she wanted. I, well, we say no promises, no guarantees for a reason, because if we don't have something left, we send you whatever else we can that's possible. And that's all the other reason. Don't hesitate. Don't delay a call, a question, help for another listener, a comment, what have you. And, yeah, mention a couple things that you hear us mention. I always get a kick out of people that, that say they want a new car or they want a you know, 110-inch TV. Did you ever hear us say yeah. we have that to give away? No. We've gotten a lot of people that want an iPhone. In yeah. all the years of doing the show, we have never been able to get Apple to send yeah. us anything for giveaway. Apple is so cheap because they're so rich, they won't send anything for yeah. giveaway. So We had given away some iPads a few years ago, but that was only because the other company that was actually doing the giveaway bought the iPads and yeah. sent them to us to give away. Exactly. We have companies that buy their own stuff on Amazon and ship it to our studios from Amazon to give away. And it's like, wow. I mean, they're really serious about wanting our listeners to have this stuff. But by far, 99.9% of listeners say, 
oh, you don't even have to send me anything, or, hey, thanks, I'm glad to receive anything at all that you want to send. I'm happy to just participate, and thanks for answering my question, and so forth. But this particular lady went on and on and on about how she was very disappointed in what we sent. It was none of what she wanted, and, oh, my gosh, but but yet we answered your question. We took care of your digital dilemma. And on the other end of the spectrum, we did have a listener recently who was sent a prize, um, wasn't able to use the prize for whatever reason, and sent it back with a letter saying, I really appreciate this prize, but it's not something I can use. I'm sending it back so you can send it to somebody else. Which is amazing. That happens every so often. It's not frequent, but it does happen. But And then we had, you know what, we found something she could use, and we sent that to her anyway. And she was beyond thankful and not expecting it. But that's because and I didn't we tell do something that, nice whenever we can. Yeah, and I didn't tell her that if it was me that got the prize and I couldn't use it, I would have just put it on eBay, but, you know. Well, no, we would never say that on the air. No. <laughs> but she was very sweet, and that's, that's true. So, see, people like that more than make up for the people who have the nerve to complain. I mean, I'm sorry if we can't make you completely happy. And she sends several emails. You know, well, I refer you to, you know, back when you had me fill out the winner's form and you said I could get such and such. Well, first of all, we never promise anybody anything. We can't. Because how do we know that we can for sure have that available to send to you? So... Anyway, you can come down off your Apple box now. My Apple soapbox. Soap box. Yeah, that. Yes, <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, as some tech news perhaps available. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration cleared the Boeing 737 MAX to resume commercial flights. The aircraft had been grounded worldwide since uh, March of 2019 after two crashes, the first of which occurred in Indonesia in October of 2018, uh, killing 346 people. Boeing has since fixed the flight control system that was blamed for both accidents and taken steps to improve its focus on safety and quality. While the FAA rescinded its order that grounded the 737 MAX, the planes won't be immediately returning to the sky. The agency must still approve pilot training revision for each U.S. airline that operates the MAX, and planes must be updated, including installing software enhancements before they can return to service. But it's interesting that they're now at least Able to go back into service. Yeah, because they've mean, been grounded been, almost two years. That's nuts. I mean, my gosh, you know, sorry for the two crashes and the deaths and so forth, but you'd think it wouldn't have taken that long to get things taken care of. Well, and, and normally you don't hear me, you know, sympathizing with the airline industry, but you also got to think about airlines like Southwest, where they had a huge number of these planes oh, yeah. in their fleet that it was now the, they couldn't fly. It was the majority of their equipment. Yeah. And they were just parked, you see, on the news, you know, various airports, all these planes just parked for two years. Wow. I wonder if many of them have flat tires and dead batteries now. But I guess there goes the cheap flights on Southwest, because now they've got to pay for those planes that have been sitting ground. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, hopefully they get them back in the air. They do the various updates needed to be done, and everybody's happy, I hope. As the COVID-19 pandemic continues, a New Mexico school district has deployed Xenex germ-zapping robots, which they say are proven to deactivate the virus to disinfect rooms and areas within its schools. As part of their strategy to reduce the risk of exposure to SARS-CoV-2, as we know as the Rona, the school's district is utilizing six light-strike robots to quickly disinfect its classrooms, offices, cafeterias, restrooms, locker rooms, gymnasiums, and all all other areas around their schools. So let's hope that works very well for them, and then maybe more school districts will employ the same sort of thing, and maybe we can ultimately get rid of this darn thing. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. 
Twitter announced that it's launching its own feature similar to Snapchat stories called <clears throat> Fleets. Fleets. Which I think is the most ridiculous name ever. You know, I, really, I know it's probably because it's it rhymes with tweed and it's sort of like a, like a fleeting moment because, you know, these will expire after 24 hours. See, so, the first know. thing I thought of was the hemorrhoid cream uh, or, or something, yeah. I, whatever. Um, I think it's an, an, an enema. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, see, well, they, but either way, it, it goes in that area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fleets allow Twitter users to post text, reactions to tweets, photos, or videos, and customize their fleets with various background and text options. Users will now see a row of bubbles at the top of their timeline where they can view the stories from people they follow. Mm -hmm. The company says it aims to make people feel more comfortable sharing personal and casual thoughts, opinions, and feelings through fleets. Um, this is the first time I think uh, Twitter seems concerned with somebody's opinions because yeah. they only seem concerned with uh, blocking. Uh, um, that's, uh, yeah. 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 Um, the social media platform says it'll also roll out stickers and live broadcasting features in fleets. Oh, great. So just don't share the wrong opinion. <laughs> but, uh, but again, I'm not saying that this is not a political show. <laughs> True. So, Amazon is recalling 350,000 of its ring video surveillance doorbell units in the U.S. and another 8,700 in Canada. Yeah. And this is according to a November 10th recall notice from the Consumer Product Safety Commission, or CPSC. The recall pertains to the second generation model. You can see if your unit is impacted by entering the device serial number in the search bar on the Ring support page. According to the CPSC, Ring has received 85 reports outlining doorbell incidents where the uh, user incorrectly installed the unit to their home oh, wait, using wait. the wrong kind of screws. So Amazon's <laughs> Ring is blaming the user for their defective equipment to the tune of 300,000 plus. Yeah, which is exactly what Steve Jobs did with the uh, the antenna gate on, right. on the original iPhone. We said, oh, no, you're holding it the wrong way. You're holding the iPhone wrong, and yeah. that's the problem. It's the user. In this case, Ring has the nerve, they're idiots, to be blaming 300,000 end users for their cameras right. not right. working. So they're saying that you're using the wrong kind of screws to install them. So they said in, in 23 of those cases, the doorbells actually ignited oh, nice. and caused minor property damage. In eight cases, Ring received reports of burns. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, companies got to see this is a Jeff Bozo company because it's owned by Amazon. You really got to take responsibility. Yeah. So now they need to like add a new uh, voice because you have the you know someone's at your door. Now they need to maybe uh, you know your doorbell's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. Oh, that would be hysterical. I, I think that would be something that they absolutely should be able to add because they have to. They need to be responsible. Should they not? Yeah. You know, just it can be an automated thing. You know, your doorbell's on fire. Shall I call the fire department? <laughs> <laughs> I happen to think that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. In fact, I was looking for something desperately, as you were saying that, that I couldn't find. And I really, really wanted to because it was appropriate. But, yeah. oh, well. But, you know, now that we've mentioned ring doorbells out loud, just next time either of us are on Amazon, we're going to see, be seeing ads or even Facebook. We're going to be seeing ads for ring doorbells. Someone's at your door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your door is on fire. That's true because we mentioned it and because people listening, if their phones were in proximity of the radio, you might suddenly be seeing ring doorbell ads. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, get with it, Jeff Bozos and company. And just replace the darn things and stop trying to blame the users. I'm sure 300,000 people use the wrong screws. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, but now i got to get home and, uh, and check the serial number on mine because I have one of the older ones. And, uh, hey, we'll see if it's uh, affected and maybe I'll get a new doorbell. Affirmative.
tip. That would be nice. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah. if, uh, and either that, you should tell them it is anyway, that the, uh, the model number rubbed off. Burned yeah. off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it burned off, and therefore they need to send you a new one. Uh-huh. I think you should. Garmin's Instinct eSports Edition is a smartwatch that allows gamers to sync their biometric data with their live streams. The heart rate and stress data, which can be displayed on screen and can trigger sounds and images, could provide useful performance feedback, according to Garmin. So it's bad enough that you're stuck playing games you know, for the whole weekend and don't otherwise have a life. But now you're going to have your uh, your stress data, heart rate, and information displayed. Hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, and speaking of games and stress, PlayStation 5 owners are reporting that a bug that causes the console to crash when in uh, rest mode. When in rest mode? Yes. Some say that the error caused their console to brick after prompting them to repair the system's storage database. This apparently stemmed from, you know, one guy that tweeted out that he was playing a game and his thing went into rest mode and then the machine basically just died. Wow. Um, in some cases, the, the repair process can cause the console to brick. Others have only experienced game crashes with no prompts to repair the system. Now, it's not clear how widespread the error is at the moment, but those looking to play it safe may want to uh, disable rest mode for the time being. I would think, just in case, because you don't know if yours can be affected or not, but if you can, disable rest mode. Yeah. Don't rest. Because, you know, if you spend that ungodly amount of money, that's like 500 bucks, whatever they want for that PlayStation 5, then you don't want it to just brick. I wonder if they're replacing them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They're going to blame the user, they haven't of course. fire yet, but that's, well, maybe they have to catch fire first. Oh, gee, let's hope not. A lot of calls this week from our KTBB listeners. Here's Michael in Tyler, Texas. Welcome into tomorrow, Michael. I have a RV motor coach that is on Lake Fork, and it's covered by a carport, and the cell reception is not great or internet connection. I'm looking for a way that I can wire an antenna up on top of the RV carport mm. to increase both cellular and Internet signal. Well, Michael, if by Internet you're referring to a Wi-Fi signal, you'll probably need two antennas. You can use a Wi-Fi repeater and a cell phone booster, but Wi-Fi and phones run on different frequencies. For your Wi-Fi, you may even be able to use an antenna from inside your motor coach. There are many directional antennas that do not need to be mounted outside and can greatly improve your Wi-Fi reception. We've used USB antennas before and noticed an immediate boost in performance, so that should be very helpful for you. Now, if you want a fully external antenna, you can find outdoor range extenders ranging from $20 to several hundreds. For example, you can buy a BAS 2307 for 30 bucks, or a Moshu sale antenna for $120 online. You'll still need to connect that antenna to an access point or router to distribute the signal to your devices, so make sure you budget for that as well. Yeah, now, if the Internet signal you're asking about is from cellular data, then a cell phone signal booster will take care of that along with the cell reception. Uh, you may want to look at SureCall and WeBoost. They both offer externally mounted antennas that can be connected to an internal repeater that act like a Wi-Fi router but for your phone connection. Your phone will do all the work after you install the device, and you won't need to actively manage what it connects to. It'll just sense the strongest signal and connect to it. In this case, it'll be the one coming from your booster. Intotomorrow.com is a place we'd love to meet you. And while you're there, sign up for our free once-a-week 
Tech Newsletter. This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now, or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. Thank you, Char in Atlanta. Very nice of her to sing a happy 25-year anniversary song for us. We appreciate that. And if you want to send in a special holiday greeting, we're going to be doing those soon to be mentioning, you know, happy holidays uh, to all of our audience. And tell us what kind of tech you want Santa to bring you. Yes, that would be awesome. You know, consider us your tech Santa. No promises, no guarantees. (laughs) But we'll try to bring you some tech. At the very least, we'll bring you some tech knowledge on Into Tomorrow, because it's what we do. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit dexcom.com. It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. IFA, IFA history. IFA, IFA. The first players for Blu-ray and HD DVD were shown at IFA, the International Funkausstellung, in 2005, with marked introduction at the next IFA exhibition in 2006, when they became the focal point of the show. Content for both formats was also shown at IFA. But in early 2008, Toshiba decided to discontinue HD DVD, and Blu-ray players became even more popular. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. At the Funkausstellung the same year, Panasonic introduced the first Blu-ray disc recorder to the market. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. I know nothing. Nothing. We know a lot, though, when we visit IFA. This was the year, the only year we couldn't in the last 18 years because the EU wouldn't let us in. Had nothing to do with the fact that I was in the hospital, but... But we won't talk about that. We'll just talk about how the EU wouldn't let people from the United States in. Mm-hmm. But hopefully that won't be an issue next year. Yeah. So we'll be back to broadcasting from IFA again, because that's a lot of knowledge, a lot of fun, and a lot of co-innovation there. Pretty cool. Barry in Windsor, Ontario, listens on AM 800 CKLW. Welcome into tomorrow, Barry. Just trying to figure out what to do here. I've got a PC computer that's about seven years old, and I have Apple tablets. Trying to debate if I should go with a new Apple tablet and do away with the PC or get a new PC and stick with the stuff that I have. So I'm not totally sure which way I should go. 
Well, Barry, how do you find your current tablets cover your use cases? Uh, That's really what's going to determine the best course of action for you. Uh, Computers have been reverting to work gear for a long time. Most people uh, can handle what they need to do with a phone or a tablet the vast majority of the time these days. So as much as tablets may not be capable of covering every use case a computer can, they may very well be enough for you. Just be prepared to take a trip to the public library and maybe borrow an actual computer one day if you find something that your tablet just can't do. Now, having said that, streaming, social media, email, general web browsing, basic documents, all of those are easily covered by tablets. Yeah. Now, if you're building more complex documents or using heavier-duty software, you may still want a PC. Uh, One thing to note in your case is that your PC still exists. So if you do replace it with a new tablet, you can still keep it around just in case you run into that rare task that your tablet can't handle and use it for that. It really depends on what you do with your computer, but replacing a PC with a tablet is less difficult and unrealistic now than it's ever been. Yeah, it really is very easy. Now, we say that, and yet we still have our own computers. We're we're both on tablets. In fact, we've got four tablets running here in the studio even as we speak. Um, I mean, four laptops, laptops, right. Uh, And we have several tablets that we use for various things. But we still always go back because we do a lot more intensive stuff, especially you with a lot of video and audio editing. Uh, You really can't do that as easily on a tablet. Right. So unless, Barry, you're doing that kind of stuff, a tablet should absolutely do the trick for you. Yeah, especially since most applications live in the cloud these days anyway, especially Mm -hmm. things like Google Drive and Google Docs and word processing that you can all do online. Yep. Let us know, Barry, won't you? Intotomorrow.com. Let's all meet there and have a nice party. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-806-3752. That's 800-806-3752. A place for mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-806-3752. That's 800-806-3752. How about an Into Tomorrow fun tech fact for you? That might be something you might want to have a little bit of information about. People who post their fitness routine to Facebook are more likely to have psychological problems. Which is exactly why I don't post my fitness routine to Facebook. No, it's exactly why you don't do fitness routines. <laughs> but I don't post them to Facebook. So so because that was my point. Because I, you don't do them. It wasn't, didn't have anything to do whether or not I do them or not. I just don't post them. Oh, gosh. Who are you, anyway? <laughs> I, I think I'm Chris Graveline. Okay, and and I know that I'm Dave Graveline, and we're delighted to have you tuned into tomorrow. Even more delighted when you call and participate on the program. You know, you can do it very easily using the free Into Tomorrow app. So just download it. Look for those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Snag that app, and then when you hit the button that says Message the Studio... 
then you participate on the show. And while there's no promises, no guarantees, we love to send you goodies when you participate. And it really is very, very easy to do because... Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron. He's absolutely right. Yeah, and just because the summer giveaway is over doesn't mean we don't have cool prizes to send out still. We do. What do we have currently, as a matter of fact? We've got some goodies to send. We've got all sorts of stuff, like uh, several bold cases from Casely for iPhones with various designs on them. Oh, and they are bold. Old too. I yeah. saw them. I thought they were like lit up, but no, no. It's just the design of these cases. Really cool. From Dream Egg D11 Portable Sound Machine. If you have trouble falling asleep, we might can help you with that. From SanDisk, they sent several ultra dual drives. These are reversible uh, traditional and Type C USB drives. Haven't you always wanted some smart light bulbs? Well, we've got Smart Plus Wi-Fi light bulbs from Sylvania. They're packs of four, I believe it is, that we'll send out to you if you mention that when you call in, and we'll do our best before they run out to get some to you. Our friend and health tech reporter Alfred Poore sent a uh, smart band wearable health tracker. There you go. No promises, no guarantees. We always say that. Sometimes I'm reminded we have to say that more and more. But do tell us when you call in. We'll do our best to get any particular item to you or mention two or three items and we'll try to get one of them to you at least for participating on the program. And just uh, remember Cameron's mantra. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Because it does work. Eddie in Mississippi listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome into tomorrow, Eddie. Hey, guys. I am looking for a programmable solar panel for my wireless camera. I want it to be able to follow the sun, given my location, time of year. I haven't been able to find one yet. Hope you guys can give me an answer. If someone doesn't make one, I just gave someone a million-dollar idea, and they can send me the residuals from it. If they do, (laughs) would you please let me know what it is and if it's affordable? Thanks, guys. Well, Eddie, it's our pleasure, but unfortunately, you're not going to find anything like that for a panel as small as what you'd use for a camera. Dual and single-access automatic tilting systems do exist and they're commonly used but they use some of the energy produced to power the motors that then tilt the camera and they greatly increase the cost of the panels they're mainly used for much larger panels think more of like a power plant or the roof of a factory than a small camera but to give you an idea a dual axis system can double the cost of a panel installation and even a single-access system can increase the cost by about 50%. Yeah, now, in fact, sun tracking systems can be so expensive, and panels these days so inexpensive, that people often opt to just buy a couple of extra panels to catch the sun from more angles rather than to install an automatic tilting system. Now, if you want to buy a basic, small, dual-access tracking controller and actuator, you can find some online for around five to $600.00. But unless you have a pretty big panel for your camera, it probably won't be worth that investment. Yeah, and that that seems to be a lot of money for what Eddie's trying to do. And I, I just don't know if it's going to do the job well enough for him. I think your idea of uh, just opt for another set of panels and try to catch as much of the sun from different angles as you can. And maybe that would do the trick. I would hope. And if anyone else has better ideas or additional ideas, do share them with us for Eddie at 800-899-INTO, or even better, use the free Into Tomorrow app and hit that button, Message the Studio, so we can hear from you and share your input. 
Joe in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, listens online. Welcome into Tomorrow, Joe. I'm a local musician, and I'd like to continue to play at home and record. Not necessarily for online, but just for myself. I'd like to know what a good recording microphone would be for acoustic guitar. And I would like to know about a good outboard interface for making recordings. I'm looking at the Scarlett from Focusrite. I think that might be a good one, but can you recommend a good microphone for maybe about $250 and a nice interface that I could use? Well, sure, Joe. In fact, a Shure, S-H-U-R-E, SM57 may work well for you. It's very popular and inexpensive. It's a cardioid microphone. It's unidirectional and generally popular as an instrument microphone. An SM57 will cost you about $100. Now, the Rhoda, the NT5, may work for you as well. It's also unidirectional, meant for studio use, and will cost you about $220. Now, the Scarlet in particular the solo would probably be a good choice if you want something that will allow you to record yourself and a guitar without breaking the bank. A two-channel Behringer Euphoria UMC 202HD uh, may work for you as well, but it's overall similar and it'll cost you a little more at around 200 bucks. A Zoom UAC2 will raise the price a little bit more to 250 but it's also a solid two-channel option and we have experience with their products and they seem very durable. That's very true. Yeah, we've used the Zoom recorders as sort of backup recorders on all of our remote broadcasts for mm-hmm. probably at least the last six or seven years, and they, they work very well. And in fact, oftentimes when it's just been me traveling, like to, to China and other events where I just do some reporter-style interviews, they have frequently been with the Zoom recorder. It wasn't even a backup. It was the main and only thing, and it always delivered great quality for our broadcasts. Did you know that when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, a little red box pops up if the Internet gods are with us and asks only for your email address? I did know that. Well, of course you did know that. But anyone else listening, if they didn't know that, that's because we would love to send you our free once-a-week tech newsletter. We don't share your email address with anyone in spite of the constant begging from various companies for 25 years on the air. Because it's private, and we keep it that way. And that's all we ask for is your email address. And it's a double opt-in thing, which means when you put your email address, watch your email. Because you hopefully will get a response saying, hey, thanks, now just click this link to confirm. Because we don't spam anyone. We want to make sure you want to get it. And if for any reason, bizarrely as it may be, you want to unsubscribe, you just hit a button at the bottom of a tech newsletter anytime, once a week, and you can unsubscribe. Nobody ever does, fortunately. But it's easy to unsubscribe should you want to. And if someone gets the tech newsletter for this week, for example, what might they find in it? Tech news. Imagine that. Some hmm thoughts to make you smile. Yeah, we list prizes that are, that are on the show. We tell you about the guests that are coming up on the show. There you go. We've, you even highlight, since you lay out the tech newsletter every week, you even highlight some of the calls we're going to take. So maybe somebody has a similar concern and they can listen. Yeah, you get a link to our, our This Week in Tech History videos. You also get links to our tech tips, which this week uh, tells you how you can use your tech to still have Thanksgiving. Ah, there are various ways, including unlimited video chatting on Zoom for Thanksgiving, so you can get the family and friends together one way or another. But do sign up. Check it out at intotomorrow.com. 
Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-281-7048-800-281-7048-800-281-7048. That's 800-281-7048. Wish you guys a belated 25th anniversary and do as many more as you can. It doesn't have to be 25, but keep on going. Well, thank you, Glenn, in Pittsgrove, New Jersey. See, he gets the big picture. He knows I'm not going to last 25 more years of this show. I swear the hospitalization with the Rona took 10 years off my life to begin with. But we're certainly going to do as many more years as we can because we enjoy what we do, do we not? Yeah, well, in 25 years, you won't have to do the show because AI will be doing it for you. See, the guys always threaten me with, in in the 25 years we've been on the air already, uh, that you've pretty much got everything I'd ever need to say, and you could just edit a whole show together by taking words. But I haven't seen you do that yet. You even doing reruns when I was in the hospital, for crying out loud. If you could have done it, you should have done it then. We could probably have Alexa do the show for you now. Oh, geez. Yeah, probably. (laughs) You, You could have her do it. That's scary. But yeah, in 25 years, um, I'm reminded of the In the Year 2525 song, Zegger and Evans. Dating yourself. I am, in fact, dating myself. And myself is Dave Graveline. And myself is Chris Graveline. And don't forget that you can listen 24-7 to Into Tomorrow on our website. Streamguys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop at intotomorrow.com. Nonstop? Nonstop. That means like every day, all day, every day, 24-7? The never-ending story. Wow. Oh, that's because we've run the last seven weeks' worth of shows. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. I haven't counted lately. but Something like that, yeah. I hope. That's the plan, anyway. Okay. Matthew in Hartsdale, New York, listens online. Welcome into Tomorrow, Matthew. I wanted to ask about the in-car entertainment systems that are out in the new 2020 cars, such as the Ford Sync 3 system and the GM IntelliLink and the Chevrolet MyLink system, if you could tell us the differences. Um, Sure, we'll do our best, Matthew. The IntelliLink and MyLink systems are really the same, except for each using a different theme. GMs and Chevys are the same cars with different badges, so I guess we should know to expect no better from their infotainment systems. They both support Wi-Fi, though at a monthly cost, so you may be better off using your phone's hotspot. Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Uh, Newer models support Alexa and have a GM marketplace that allows you to do things like order food or pay for gas from the dashboard. 
all of those probably sound better on paper than in the real world, since you probably have to pull over to do those things, and phones are way easier and quicker to use. Yeah, now Ford, their Sync is up to version 4, which, of course, I've got an older Ford, so I'm still stuck on Sync 2. You can't upgrade? Nope. Hey. They don't allow you to upgrade. You've got to replace the entire like system, which is like three or four thousand dollars. Might as well buy a new car. Exactly. Well, that's what they hope. Yeah, uh, but Ford's uh, Sync Four also supports Wi-Fi, CarPlay, and Android Auto, and it's been an improvement since the previous versions were regarded as notoriously bad and hard to use. Oh, as, aren't you lucky? As a Ford Sync Two user, I can attest to that. <laughs> and and in the time I've had my car, the last four years, they've had only one software update for it, so oh. they don't even really update these things very often. So they're not trying very hard either. Right. They just want you to buy a new car. Yeah. So and that's the main thing you should know about these systems. They're second-class citizens as far as car manufacturers are concerned, and you shouldn't. Expect them to be properly maintained. You shouldn't even expect updates to be free if they exist at all. Wow. Now, the reason we bring that up is that whatever you get will probably be good for about a year or two, but will eventually, as in Chris's cases, feel like the touchscreen version of an eight track tape. And the manufacturer will probably not care and just leave it as is, and you're stuck with what you got. Yeah, so you should probably focus on the mechanics of the car more than the smarts if you plan to keep it for more than three or four years. Whatever infotainment system the car has or may not continue to be compatible with future versions of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and will definitely lag behind phone software. So don't let it be the deciding factor unless you plan to keep your car for only the short term. That's true. If it's just, you know, maybe you're going to lease it two-year lease and you don't really care and you use the heck out of the system, terrific. Then go for it and, and enjoy. But let us know, Matthew, why you decided to go either direction in particular or for what kind of car and what you ended up with. And do you really like it? Or do you have some buyer's remorse and think that it might have been better to go the other route? Yeah, and, of course, with all these infotainment systems, the, manuf- the car manufacturers have made it nearly impossible or at least very difficult to even upgrade any of these components. We've yeah. talked about this on the show before, too. I was looking at trying to upgrade the radio in my car. Even after a year or so that I've had it, I can't do that because the everything runs through that touchscreen with the radio, with the oh. air conditioning and, and all those stuff like that. So they can't really upgrade that head unit. can't just put a whole new head unit in there. And I'm still being bombarded from Acura USA uh, for to spend $99 on an update uh, DVD for navigation maps. I haven't used the navigation system in the car in years because I have I have a, a little wireless charger for my phone right up there by the nav screen and I use my phone, Google Maps. It's free. Yeah. Why on earth would I spend another $100 to upgrade maps that I don't use and was convoluted to begin with where you got to dial in every letter one at a time to try to go to a particular place or an address or something? It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, well, when I bought the car I have, they were tr- they kept trying to push on me the, the navigation system, which was a $4,000 feature oh, in the car, an option. And I was like, no, I, I had I use the same thing, Google Maps, even though I'm an iPhoney, I prefer the Google Maps. Because Apple Maps is horrible. Well, Apple Maps used to drive people into lakes yeah. and stuff. But yeah. and, you know, and, the, and the, the area right in front of the, my screen in my car is the perfect size to just lay my phone or lean my phone up against it sideways. So I kind of covering the map anyway. Yeah. So I, I put my <laughs> yeah. my Google Maps on my phone and just put it there. And there I've got my navigation system. Didn't cost me anything. There you go. And because of Bluetooth. It comes through your speakers, yeah. the directions, exactly. left turn in 500 feet or something, and yeah. you have no problem with right. it. You know, Now, when I get another new car, will I have the navigation system? If they throw it in, sure. But am I going to pay extra for it? Absolutely not, because that's just silly. And it, make, it makes me wonder of our listeners, 
Are you guys still using your navigation systems or are you just using your phone or your tablet in your car and Google Maps or something? Do let us know because it does, it helps us as well and helps other listeners to help make decisions. So 800-899-INTO, 800 800- Aren't you curious about, you know, our listeners, what do they use for navigating? I am, but, you know, I miss the days of going to my local AAA office. Oh, stop it. Give me the triptych with the (laughs) highlighted route on the the roads. I mean, yeah, the little spindle thing and you flip a page. And and it sounds crazy, but that was always, for me, like a fun trip planning thing. I knew I had a trip coming when I went to AAA and I got the little map and they highlighted the route that I needed to take on the map. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but you had to plan ahead. Yeah, I know. You couldn't say, okay, I've got to go into North Broward for a doctor's appointment or some specialist or something. How the heck do I get there? Let me go to well, AAA I, first. I pick up the yellow pages. I look up ah. the phone number for the place I'm going. I call them, and I say, can you give me directions? Yeah, true. Because <laughs> you know I'm dating myself. I know. Wow. <laughs> and I heard uh, one of my doctor's offices I was in the other day, I heard the poor girl at the front desk giving directions to someone. And it's like, really? Just put it in your phone. But apparently they couldn't accomplish that and she's saying well no you turn left at the at the at the rooms to go and then you go over to here and then by abc liquors you turn right and so oh my gosh she's really going specifically because they just wouldn't put it in their phone yeah well if it's me if you just tell me you're next to the abc liquor i would know where that is (laughs) chris would know where abc liquors is but do you know where into tomorrow is of course at intotomorrow.com Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 419 2335. 800 419 2335. 800 419 2335. That's 800 419 2335. Another Into Tomorrow fun tech fact for you. Samsung means three stars in Korean. This was chosen by the founder because he wanted the company to be powerful and everlasting like stars in the sky. Apparently nobody ever told him that stars oftentimes just burn out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. If you want more info, text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Gary in Michigan, listening on AM 800 CKLW. I have a iPhone 11, and it makes random FaceTime and phone calls when I don't even have the phone icon selected. It'll be in my pocket, Uh and all of a sudden it'll be FaceTiming somebody or it'll be calling somebody, and I seem to have no control over it. 
Well, butt dialing, that's what it sounds like to me, Gary. To be honest, it sounds to us like you're just not locking your phone before you put it in your pocket. You're talking about an iPhone 11, which has Face ID. The inside of your pocket shouldn't look an awful lot like your face, so we shouldn't be able to pocket dial anyone. Yeah, with Face ID on, unlocking the phone is pretty effortless, so there's really no reason not to lock your phone before you put it in your pocket. It's not any harder than closing a flip phone, and it should prevent this issue entirely. Yeah, I would hope. Let us know if you're just not locking the phone and hopefully that solves the problem because it certainly shouldn't be doing that. Intotomorrow.com is where you can hear all three hours and a whole bunch of cool posts. Check it out. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.